It's time for the Fun Size Show! Welcome back to your fun size bit of pop. Just the, the, just the right amount, right, Pat? Just the right amount. Just the right amount. Today, we're going to be playing our silly little game, but there's a difference. The twist. Pat Francis, you've been on the show before, and the last time I asked you the questions. This time, we're turning the tables. And please let people know that I stumped you last time. Oh, you stumped me hard. <laughs> and again, that's not some sort of weird thing that, you know, everything's cool. But uh, actually, uh, anyway. I, actually, I do think that's a weird thing. Oh, hot. Think, when you say it like that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Pat Francis stumped me. Oh. <laughs> anyway. I see new t-shirts. There you go. Yeah. So, Pat Francis, why don't you tell people who you are, where you're from, before we start the game. Pat Francis, I live in Los Angeles, California. I am the host of the Rock Solid Podcast, which is the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. And uh, I'm here on Ken's lovely show to have a lot of fun. Yeah, that's, that's why we're here. So, we're turning the tables, and you're going to ask me... Ten questions, and you'll have three guesses to try to figure out the artist and the song that I'm All going right. to play today. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. Let, let me log this in. Boop, boop, beep, boop. My artist and single here is logged in. All right. Here we go. Question number one. I am ready. The artist, a band or a solo performer? Band. Okay. What decade was this band most popular? I'm going to give you a bit of a clue. And may not be much of one. All they right. probably got more popular in the 80s, but they started out in the late 70s. Okay. Uh, I remember one of your questions from the last time. If, uh, if this band had a greatest hits, would it be worth the money? I would say that it would be worth the money, but I would have to pick the greatest hits that were being chosen. Right. Like a lot of greatest hits suck because they'll throw songs that really have no business being there. And plus they want to make it so you have to buy other albums. Right. right? But this this band has a lot of great music. So this, the song you've chosen is from the 80s? No, but that I'm not even going to give you that as a question, but it, it's not. OK, from, this song is is one of their first ones. OK, so uh, no video for this song. There may be videos that you've seen, but this was pre-video. There's there's no real video. For example, later there is a concert video that they would show a video of this song from. Okay. But no actual video at the time that I can remember. Is the singer male or female? The lead singer is is primarily almost always the one male. Ooh. Okay. Which is not to say that there's only one male in the band, but there are some occasional vocals from other people. Like, for example, Cheap Trick, right? You've got Robin Zander, and then occasionally you get something from Tom Peterson, but it's, it's, it's not them. So. By the way, don't you think it's about time Tom sings a new song on a Cheap Trick album? Yes. I actually like his music. It's very poppy. Yeah, I like, I like what Tom brings to the band. I, I, I think he deserves, a, instead of singing a cover song or singing... I know what I want. 
live. I, I, I don't know why he can't sing a – maybe he doesn't push for that. Well, but, it's also the fact that when we when someone does hear Tom sing I Know What I Want, it's a callback to the 70s. So it's, it's something we all remember. It's one of those moments you go, oh, yeah, I know this one, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Okay, question number four. Is this a ballad or a rocker? I'm going to say it's it's a funky rocker. There's an element of funky rock to it. So I, I'm not it's nowhere near a ballad. Okay. Um is the band made up of primarily African American members? No. Though later this band did use African American personnel in their live shows. Okay. Was this a number one single? No. You're up to question six. So so let's let's run through the things. We know that there's what all do you know at this point? Uh a band uh started in the seventies in the late 70s, but primarily popular in the 80s. Greatest hits would be, yes, if you could pick them. Not a video per se, but maybe a promotional clip. Funky rock, male singer, no African Americans. No number one hit. Right. No number one, this song isn't a number one. Right. Though in my heart it should have. Wow, I am, uh, like I don't even, I, I don't even have a, you don't know where to go next, right? I don't this even know where to go. I don't even have like a, a a guess at all. That dramatic music, you know, playing underneath us, it makes it a little more difficult because you're like hearing those funky bass parts. And... Yeah, and I can't. I just, there's no lifeline. There's no fifty-fifty. Right. But you got three whole guesses, and you've got five more questions. Is the is it Casey and the Sunshine Band? No. That's too mainstream. Oh, okay. This this is a big band that everybody knew about in the eighties for sure, but they broke in the seventies. But Casey's way too mainstream. Oh, is is this band still together? No. It's one of those bands that's kind of famous for not doing reunion tours and things like that, though there's money on the table big time. Is it ABBA? No, 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 no. But it's also I didn't mean to throw you off with that one, but okay. uh, but when I say that there's there's just so many times that it would have been great for this band to get back together and their fans are probably like heartbroken, right? Yeah. But that always means that somebody has like a career going. Even oh. if they uh you know I know it's not I know it's not primarily African American or I would say the Commodores, but that's not No. No you're totally in the wrong uh, genre of music. What was going on in the late seventies? Disco. Yeah, that was, but that didn't make it into the eighties. No. Huh. Wow. Uh, new wave. Punk. I'm not saying anything. I'm just letting you twist in the wind. Band that people. Fans would love it if they got back together, but they don't because 
one of the members has a career i think you have five questions left the singer is still active on the road for the most part no this person has done all sorts of things from movies to books to he's just being himself he's he's this when you'll know it like when you'll know exactly what i'm talking about when it's revealed okay i'm gonna i'm gonna throw another guess out no wait don't just ask another question okay because because you're getting closer okay is um how many members in this band the original lineup is four people but then later when they tour later it became like a big thing with a bunch of people in the band four people and that's a bunch of people four hmm. questions left do you think that i own music by this band i would be shocked if you didn't now remember it's not funk it's not disco right this game sucks because <laughs> <laughs> when you tell me who it is i'm probably gonna be like oh yep that's uh, that's the fun of currently, it currently i am really i am really stumped i wish i was in the room where my music is because i would be cheating i'd be looking right all around well you did mention the style of music that they came up in all right earlier okay i'll even give you a hint new okay wave. new wave new wave i mean it was lumped in with punk but then everything was right anything that was yeah. different for a while was lumped into new wave or punk everything was lumped into punk that was different so bummed that i can't i feel i i might i might be thrown in the towel but how many more guesses do i have i think four four guesses um you have one more guess left you have four more questions now, can I ask a question like, who is the, who is their main producer? Eno is one of them. Okay, Brian Eno. This band also had really big commercial success, then did a movie, and then they kind of disappeared. Did a movie? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I think I know. I think I know the band. Okay. Now, if I guess and I'm wrong, it's done, right? Yep. Then we got to flip over the cards. Is it Talking Heads? It is Talking Heads. The All movie right. the movie was the the one that the clue that flipped you over, right? The uh, yes, but then it was like then I started to think, okay, okay, there's there's females in the band, there's a female in the band and Eno. Mm -hmm. So it just that all gelled. But yeah, the movie cuz I was like yeah, like I'm like, well, it's not the Ramones, Rock and Roll High School. It's not um it's not you two with their movie and it's you know and i was just like and then yeah stop making sense is, is gigantic so well not only that there was that weird one that uh david byrne made right right with, with john goodman in it and all that stuff so yeah. yeah there was those two things all right so i got the band mm -hmm. so, so so you've already won half of a fun size candy bar all right and how many more guesses or not guesses questions you actually, you actually got the guess right. You've, okay. You used up your last guess, but you have three more questions. So you could just say, "Is it this? Is it this? Is it this?" Okay. I forget. I forget. Did we say the year that this song came out? I mean, the um, not the year, but the decade. Yeah, that it was in the seventies. The song was in the seventies. Uh, is it Psycho Killer? It is. You have won an entire fun-sized candy bar. <laughs>
I think that might be the only, uh, and I do own music by the Talking Heads. I think that might be the only song of theirs that I that 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 I can think of from the seventies. Mm. Well, there's life during wartime. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Why did you choose the Talking Heads? Well, this song came out when I was in high school, right? And mm-hmm. it was one of those things that, like, I was never the cool guy in school. I always was kind of, like, in the middle of all the groups. Like, you had your burnouts, your jocks, and your disco guys, your football players, and all that stuff. And bands like the Talking Heads and the Ramones and just anything like that, even Kiss, they were for the weirdos among us, right? The people yeah. that weren't exactly... The Misfits. Uh, yeah, the Misfits. So it was one of those songs, and I remember hearing this and Life During Wartime, and they just really spoke to me, right? Yeah. That's cool. You were um, more musical, musically accessible than your classmates. Well, I was also lucky enough to live under the shadow of the great WMMS out of Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, there you go. And they broke like everybody from rush to the pretenders to john cougar to springsteen just any van halen anybody that was anybody and that includes like bands that were on the fringe like the tubes right like white punks on dope was a huge song in cleveland as was roxy music so there was a bunch of different stuff like ian dury like sex and drugs and rock and roll right so they would play (laughs) anything that was a little bit off but they'd also play these amazing artists that you know had taken over the world but they would also play something like i said like ian dury or boomtown rats so it's weird when you when i think back on it i remember more stuff like bob seeger and but they also broke the cars so they were just they were known for that right and they would play maggot brain by p-funk and stuff like that so it was a great station it was a great time to be a fan of rock and different sort of things. And they would go out of their way to emphasize different music that w- maybe wasn't getting the big push from like the national magazines or whatever. And this was way before MTV. Yeah, that's great that you had that exposure. Where where I grew up, we had one, one it was an AM station, WFBG. And you, you know, you, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Sort of fun. until MTV came along, you know, there was a, it was, it was top 40. Mm-hmm. Even when there's later 80 and then the 80s, early 80s cheap trick albums came out, you know, I might have heard Tonight It's You on the radio twice. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Weird. So without further ado or further don't, here's the Talking Heads with Psycho Killer. Psycho killer, you can't see. Pop, 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 pop. 
Now, Pat, what do you think of this track? I do like this song. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a casual Talking Heads uh, fan. Like I, I like all the hits and a, a couple deep tracks, but um, I don't think I've ever really listened to an album top to bottom. But I do have many of their entire albums in my iTunes uh, library. You know, I'm surprised Alice Cooper's never played this song live. <laughs> yeah, really. Wouldn't it have worked for him? It would definitely would have worked. Especially during his punk times. Yep. You know, back when he was doing clones and all that, and special forces. This would have been really cool. But, uh, yeah, it's a great song. This and uh, uh, Life During Wartime are just two great songs uh, kind of back back to back for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, really. I agree with you. From 1977, December of 77. I think I need to do a CBGB's episode on my podcast. Good idea. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I? I, I got to get a call Mike Siegel and see if he wants to do that. Absolutely. Well, so you won this episode. Congratulations. I'm undefeated on this show, Ken. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I, I, it's in the it's in the rankings. <laughs> so I want to thank you for coming by. And by the way, what do you think of the fun size candy bars? What do you what do you think of those? Well, first of all, um, it's it's a reasonable amount of candy, but no person only eats one of those things. Right. And then what about the? Then there's even the there's there's fun size, and then there's like the really little ones, like it's just like a square. See, this is this is part of the problem with marketing and food, right? Because remember when you'd get like a big thing of ice cream, like what size was that? When when you when you, your family would get ice cream, what would you a get? A gallon. A gallon of ice cream. Yeah. And now it's like chopped up into bits, and they keep making that what used to be the gallon box smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller. And they're doing it with candy bars too. And all I can tell you about ice cream is no matter what the size is, it's bad for you. I mean, it can, you can look at the smallest size and you'll be like, oh boy, look at all that. So just enjoy your ice cream. <laughs> yeah, just enjoy it. Don't go into a coma though with one of those big buckets. I mean, I used to, I would buy a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream before I knew to look at the label and I would eat that whole pint because that felt, I'm holding it in my hand. This is one serving, right? Yeah. And, and if you can hold it in your hand, it's, it's the right size. It's the right size. And then exactly. you go, oh, that was 1200 calories. Oh boy. Yeah. It always seems bigger than it is, right? And you always eat that at 11 at night. You don't eat that at six in the morning when then you have the rest of the day to possibly work some of that off oh my god i think we have figured out a new food niche market breakfast ice cream breakfast ice cream nobody's done that yet no and you know what you could have there's there's sweet things at breakfast there's cinnamon rolls and there's yeah rolls and pancakes so and you can even flavors. put uh bacon wrapped in chocolate in there why not breakfast ice cream it's a new thing Invented yeah. by us, Ben and Jerry's, call us. Yep. We can work something out. Ken and Pat's ice cream. Yeah, Ken and Pat. That sounds good. We could get a, a, a cabin somewhere together and we just make uh, artisanal breakfast ice creams. And then, Ken, you pull the lid off of, of the ice cream and there's rock trivia questions under there. Yeah. 
That's a good idea. It could even be a fun size bit of ice cream, breakfast ice cream. Mm, nah, let's go with the whole big thing. Yeah, the, the big thing. You want the big thing. Yeah. Well, thank you, Pat, for once again being on the show, and I hope that some folks enjoyed the song, Psycho Killer. And it's, uh, I, 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 I think the song still holds up. I think it does, too. Thank you for having me on. All right. We will see you on the next episode of Fun Size. See you later, Pat. See you, Ken. All right. Bye. And that's our show. The Fun Size Show is part of the Pop, a pop culture podcast network, a concept from the dumbass mind of the podfather, Ken Mills. Any samples of music or TV heard here remain the property of their owners. Opinions heard here belong to the people who express them and may not reflect the views of our staff. If you like something you heard, buy it today. And if you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook or Twitter and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf, saying, remember to make every day fun-sized. There, that was romantic, right? Passionate, yeah. No, Brony, that was too little too late. Too little? You said it was a good size. When a girl says it's a good size, it's a nice way of saying that it's small. Hey!